Welcome to you and to World Jenny's Day. And uh, I would love you to introduce you to our audience, to introduce yourself to our audience and what World Jenny's Day has meant to you. Over to you. Thanks very much, Netta. So, yes, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Mark, otherwise known as That Piano Guy, and I'd be really uh, pleased to get involved uh, with World Jenny's Day. Um, Janetta and I crossed paths on Clubhouse, and uh, Janetta was describing the project she wanted to put together. And, of course, me being me, I tend to try and get involved musically wherever I possibly can. Um, and so uh, she mentioned this song, Malaika. And Malaika is a song that I knew had a very special significance to Janetta and her family. Um, she can explain it better than I, but it's a song that is very popular in the history of Kenya, where Janetta is from. And the word Malaika, uh, which is in Swahili, means angel. And so I knew that she wanted to have this song play some kind of role in World Jenny's Day. And I'd done a little bit of a recording for her on the piano just to give her an idea of what it would sound like uh, as a solo piano piece, because I know there have been a lot of different versions of this tune uh, recorded over the years. Um, but what we thought we'd try and do, or what I suggested, would uh, ask Janessa if she would like. Um, I run community choirs and have done for over 20 years here in the UK. And uh, I've got my own singing company called Sing United, which we've had for about the last four years. And uh, the big thing with Sing United is what we call music with meaning. Because when I was setting up uh, Sing United, I didn't just want to have another community choir for the sake of it. There are thousands of choirs in the UK, and that's great. But they're primarily involved with singing music for the, for the entertainment, for the joy, and for the social activity, and that's great. But I really am fascinated by what happens when you give people an opportunity to perform music that they feel. Because when they feel it, because it means something to them, they tend to inject something into a performance that you can't really teach as a musical director. So having worked with lots of community groups over many years I've been fascinated by watching what happens when and hearing what happens and feeling what happens when you give a group of people something to sing that they actually felt so when I was conceiving Sing United I wanted to have music with meaning and so the idea was that every single song that we sang had to have some kind of real story or real purpose or real cause or real protest or real history or something it had to mean something I didn't just want to sing for the sake of it and then I wanted to add a second layer. Could we then take those performances of songs and put them in places that were thematically connected to the songs? So I didn't just want to sing in theatres and concert halls, although that was great. Could we also take the singers out into community places or unusual locations that were connected to the songs? And then the third and final element was, could we also then achieve something with the singing? Could we raise money for local causes? Could we lend our support to local and protests or causes or tales of history or whatever it was. Could we achieve something, do something with the singing? So we had this three-layered approach. And from a business point of view, of course, that was like me giving people three reasons to want to be part of it. But it also meant that I knew I was giving three layers of emotion that would be going, uh, going behind any performance that we did. So we started off, for example, with a show that was all songs to do with rivers and shipbuilding and working on working on the river. And we went and sang at Tynemouth Priory, which is the, the old ruins of the Priory that overlooks the mouth of the River Tyne here in the northeast of England. So they were singing about the River Tyne, looking at the River Tyne. But they were raising money for the local lifeboats association that rescues people from that river. So now we had three layers of emotion going on as they were performing.
So it was really powerful to watch what happened uh, as that multi-pronged sort of thing happened. And then, for example, we would raise money. We did a show where all the songs were, uh, the show was called Power to the People. It's all protests and causes. Um, and we raised money for the local soup kitchen called the People's Kitchen. And we went and sang at the People's Kitchen. Um, we went and sang at... Um, locations of some really significant suffragette rallies while singing songs from the suffragette movement about giving women the right to vote. So it's also always about placing the songs in locations that mean something whilst raising money for a cause of, of that nature and giving people something to feel. And, of course, it's a very, very emotional combination. So we've got 150 singers in normal times here in, in Newcastle. And, of course, the last 18 months have been anything but normal times. But we didn't stop during the pandemic because I thought it was really important to protect the mental health of of our singers, um, because you know many of whom are in their older years, let's say, and they were going to be seeing very many people. And so running a community choir on Zoom and getting them to do virtual recording projects was a challenge, but it was really worth doing because we've had so many messages of people saying we kept them going during during the pandemic. And so when, oh, yeah. you, said, when you said you wanted to have um, something, uh, uh, you know, you wanted a musical element, I thought, I wonder if we can get Sing United to sing Malaika. So what we did... I, I, before you go any further, I mean, for me, it was so meaningful. Do you remember nine months ago, Mark, I had the initial meeting in Clubhouse where I invited a whole stack. I think we had about 50, 60 people in the room and I shared it. And, and to me, the most meaningful part was having you step in impromptuly and play the song with your piano. It was like it, it was so indicative of what this day was going to be. And I, and I wanted to mention that today and say thank you so much back then, believing in all of this and doing that, that it was it it it, it brought me to tears, you know, tears of not tears of sadness, tears of inspiration. So I thank you for that. You're very welcome. You know, music, as you know, I'm all about the connection between music and mental health and how much impact music can have because this is not just a piece of music we enjoy. This is what the piece of music originally meant to us, who it reminds us of, where it reminds us of. And that is all intrinsically connected to how we feel. And, and you know, what is our mental health if it's not how we feel about what's going on and so how, and how we're dealing and processing situations that happen to us. So I'm a huge advocate of, whether, of how music can play a part in that. So uh, I could have just done a piano version, but I thought, well, that's boring. Let's let's, do, let's take it to another level. So um, what we've been doing during the pandemic with the singers is doing various virtual recording projects. And logistically, how that works is I record rehearsal tracks of me singing all the different individual lines, give, give them access to those. And of course, like I say, most of these people were not used to this kind of technology uh, pre-pandemic. Then they have to listen to uh, the track in their headphones whilst videoing themselves on another device, selfie style, singing their parts. So they're, what they're hearing keeps them in time. And then I just end up with a video of them singing just their line and I can't hear anything else. And then I get lots of those videos sent to me via WhatsApp and Dropbox and all, all kinds of situations which some people don't, aren't very good at. <laughs> and, and suddenly I've got a folder full of videos and then gradually piece them together one by one. And we ended up with, I think, 53 or 54 singers sent videos in to be part of the World Jenny's Day Malika project. So um, we've got them. Well, before we go there, I just thought I'd give a bit of background on Malika because yes, we've got quite a lot of Kenyan people online, but we've got a, quite a lot of non-Kenyan people too so that they get the backstory a little bit. So um, my dad 
was known as the father of Kenyan music in Kenya. And dad couldn't read music or play an instrument, but he had one of these uncanny ways of putting his hand to anything and just instinctively knowing how to do it. He was quite an empresario. It's a talent. It's a talent. It is. It is. And I mean, he used to direct plays. He'd never been in a play in his life. And and his timing and his sense, it, unbelievable man. I, I have so much respect for this dad of mine. Well, what had happened is he bought a, a, a new studio in Nairobi in the early 60s, late 50s, just after Mau Mau, you can imagine. Um, and uh, he found a whole load of tapes gathering dust that had been workshopped and he pulled them through and listened to them and came across this particular one and said to my mum, this 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 sounds great. This will go somewhere. If I change the, the rhythm, the tempo, I, I'll rearrange it and bring in the resident band who you can see over there. They were known as the Equator Sound Band. They, they were Equator Records. Dad published, wrote and published. And um, he brought them in and played it to my mom. And mom said, yeah, that's pretty good. He said, this is going to be an international hit. I'm telling you now it's going to be an international hit. And he was right. Pete Seeger, uh, uh, Brothers Four in America, uh, Boney M, Harry Belafonte. I've only told you some of them. It's been world, world, sung worldwide, even Miriam McCaber as well. In fact, a, a version of the two of them singing together is beautiful. For any of you who know Helmut Lottie, he sung it a lot as well. Um, and, you know, the rest is is history with Malaika. It's kind of become the song of Africa, pop song of Africa, as I said earlier. So um, Mark's been able to take that song and um, and go from there. So is there anything else you want to add to that? Well, just to say that um, it was... Uh, for those of you not from the UK, you might know that might not know that people from the northeast of England are known as Geordies, and we have quite a strong accent. And getting people in who are Geordies to sing in Swahili was an interesting clash of cultures. <laughs> Let's call it that. Um, so it's been it's really uh, been really interesting. But it was this, the singers of Sing United are nothing of good sports, and uh, they've they've really had a good go. And we double checked the pronunciation of all these words, Janetta. So we did our very best for you.
You know, when Mark released that to me last week, he said, I'm not sending it to you. We're getting on a Zoom call because I want to see your face. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this is so amazing that it's given a purpose to acquire. I mean, that labor of love, Mark. I know because dad, dad put a tune together when I was a child called Bush Baby Twist. And it was Malvin and the Chipmunks, but he made the Bush Babies from Kenya. The and there was no, there was no um, technical side. Everything was hand done by my dad for that song. So there was the the main song, and then double speed, them singing all in Swahili, by the way. Um, to to this and it took him months and months and months to marry up the normal song to the bush baby singing and it's a it's an art it really is so when you said that's why when you said to me i've had to deal with 54 separate recordings and i said i do understand i really really understand what you did there and my heart is so full i just thank you so much for putting this together it means the world to me and it's just given that something to world jenny's day thank you thank right. you thank you thank you for having us as part of this much appreciated we're going to stick it up on our uh, on our own facebook page after this but i wanted to give you guys the premiere so we'll we'll have it on the singing night page if anyone wants to see it after this amazing Amazing. Thank Mark, you. he's just come through, isn't he? He's like the cherry on anyone's cake. You, you've <laughs> got to have one of those on there before you have a slice of cake. And he is that man, isn't he? <laughs> love you, Mark. I'm putting that I on my done. Ever since I met you, mate, I think you're the most talented human being on the planet. I love you. Thank you very much, mate. I, I, you've got to have a cherry on the top of your cake. Oh, I love that. Thanks very much. <laughs> It's the only one thing I could think about. More of a cherry. <laughs> I could have said I could have said ice cream. I could have said a lot of things. Cherry was the first thing that came into me head. Sorry. Love it. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate you having me.